Good morning, everyone. So page 970 of our Bibles, um, chapter 6, beginning at verse 5. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans. For they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Thanks, Camilla. Uh, My name's Stephen. I'm the youth minister here at the church. Uh, And we're going to start by watching a clip from Toy Story. So be excited. And hopefully this is going to work. If not, I can act it out. I'll be fine. It's not working. So let me let me act it out for you. Um, I've got my teddy bear here. So Toy Story. For those of you who haven't seen it, 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 it's a film about toys that come to life. So w- w- when people are watching the toys, they're all relaxed and normal and like normal toys. But then suddenly, when you're not watching, they come to life. They get up to adventures. They run around. They talk to people. Hello, and, and all that. It's amazing. There's my teddy bear. Toy Story. Um, <laughs> And we've even got a picture of it. There we go. Um, there's Toy Story. Now, I, I love Toy Story. And it got me thinking, Toy Story, that um, it got me thinking, what do we get up to uh, when no one's watching us? Uh, like, what do we do from words from Jesus when the door's closed? Because uh, Jesus, uh, the, the bit of the Bible we read today, um, that comes from uh, Matthew 6. And that, this is part two of Jesus' three-part series on what Christians do. Um, and he's looked at giving money. He's now looking at prayer. And then he'll look at fasting. But... There's a thing that links all three of these, and that thing is there in verse 6 of our reading. So have a look with me in the Bibles. Jesus says, Your Father, who sees what is done in secret. See, uh, for Jesus, what we do in secret really matters. Uh, And he calls us, uh, he says that God's our Father. So as God's children, what we do in secret really matters. As God's children, what we do in secret really matters. And I'm saying God's children, that's for anyone who's trusting in Jesus. So, um, what do you do when the door's closed? What do you do when no one's watching you? Um, let me pray, and then we'll carry on looking at this bit of Matthew. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you that it's alive and active. As we look at it now, Lord, please speak to us in ways that will change our lives, we pray. Amen. So, we're focusing on prayer, as I've said, because um, Jesus, he mentions prayer in Matthew 6, verse 5. He says, when you pray. And Matthew 6, verse 6, when you pray. Matthew 6, verse 7, when you pray. For Jesus, prayer is a vital part of being one of his children. Like, like for Jesus, God's children pray. God's children are prayers. And they pray in secret. So, I wonder, how's your secret prayer life? Like, uh, are you praying on your own? Uh, and this morning, my aim is to inspire you to pray. 
because it is awesome. Um, and so at the mix, they're quite interactive services. So I hope you're ready for that. Um, and we're going to start that with a little, a little uh, game. Um, I'm t- anyone want to guess, how many times on average does someone in Britain get caught on a CCTV camera or, or get spotted by a CCTV camera? Any guesses? How many times on average we get seen? Yeah, a day, yes, in Britain. Any thoughts? A hundred, there we go, one. Ten from the back. Anything else? One more guess. A thousand. Uh, the answer is 70 times. But, but if you're in London, that number skyrockets to 300 times a day you're seen on a CCTV camera. Like, like, have you seen Lord of the Rings? It's kind of like the Eye of Sauron, like going, I'm watching you, I see you. Like, we're being watched. Uh, and in the Bible, well, we read that God's watching us too. So you see that in Matthew 6, uh, verse 6, um, God sees. But he's not evil like Sauron, and he's not looking to, to, to see your mistakes like the police on CCTV cameras, no. God sees, and he's our father. Have a look at Matthew 6, verse 6. It says, your father who sees what is done in secret. God sees. So, uh, so as God's children, what we do in secret really matters because God sees. We have a father who sees everything. Nothing is hidden from him. He sees everything because he's everywhere. And so we're going to learn a fancy new word for some of you, maybe. And we're going to learn a word which means God's everywhere. So it'll appear on the screen. I'll say it. And then you can all say it with me. Interactive service. Oh, it's so much fun. Um, here's the word. Omnipresent. 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 Awesome. That, that, that means that God is everywhere. Uh, Psalm 139, the psalmist says, um, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? There's no escaping God. He is everywhere. Which means we can't, uh, which means God sees everything we do. Um, I don't know if you're like me, because uh, like, sometimes in private I think I can get away with things because no one's watching. I can get away with, with doing dark or, or sinful things and no one's watching. It, it might be looking at lustful things on the computer. It, it might be um, greedy deeds when no one's watching. It, it might be um, angry words under my breath. Or it might be gossiping behind someone's back. I think I can get away with things because no one's watching. But Matthew 6 tells us that God sees. God sees. And it's kind of like me in primary school. Now, this is quite an embarrassing story, so just going to lead off with that, um, be prepared. Uh, so, in primary school, um, I was in year three, quite old, year three, and I wet myself in year three. Um, that's a different time I wet myself, but yeah, it's, it's a common occurrence in my early life. Um, so, <laughs> it's okay to not be okay at BH. Um, yes, yeah, so, so I wet myself in year three, and, and I had this genius idea. No one would know. I thought, I can hide it from everyone, so I went to the toilets. And I turned the tap on, because, oh, 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 you know, grey trousers, they go dark grey in the presence of liquid, right? So I thought, I'm going to splash my whole trousers in water. So, so I'm there in the toilet, splashing water all over the trousers, making them completely dark grey, thinking, I've got this. No one's going to know. Um, just a word of advice. If that happens to you, don't do what I did. Like, it doesn't work. Because, <laughs> like, like, I was hiding it from no one. I was walking down the corridor, squelching around. I sat on seats like a pool of water. Like, I was hiding it from no one. And, and just like that, well, we don't fool God with what we do in the dark. We don't fool God with what we do when no one's watching. God sees everything. We're, hiding it from no, we're not hiding it from God. 
So um, as God's children, what we do in secret really matters because God sees. So uh, I want to ask you, how do you spend time alone? What do you get up to when no one's watching you? Um, do you do those sinful deeds? Or how about this? Does, does what you do on a Sunday, does that match up with what you do on a Monday through Saturday when no one from church is around? God sees. And so I want to challenge you as I've been challenged. Um, if God sees, then, then God's children are living for an audience of one, which means we have an, our eyes on our Father and we're living to please Him and Him alone in private and in all our lives. And that also changes how we pray too. Have a look at Matthew 6 verse 5, um, the hypocrites. It says, when you pray, don't like the hypocrites. They love to pray standing in synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. See, these guys here, they're living for other people. They're praying to impress other people. They're praying more concerned with who else is in the room with them than, what than who they're praying to. Uh, and I've done this. Have you? Like you're sitting there in a prayer meeting and the vicar, Phil Moon, is there. Uh, and so you're praying a prayer, trying to get an mmm and a yes, Lord, from Phil Moon, the vicar. <laughs> or, or, or how about this one? Um, you're in a room with people praying and as you pray... You're using long, complex language to try and show everyone how clever you are and how much you know about God. Or what about this one? Um, not praying in a group of people because you're scared of what they're going to think of your prayers. See, all of that is doing what the hypocrites do. All of that is praying with eyes on other people. And yet God's children have their eyes on their father. God's children are, 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 are gazing at their father. And that is so freeing in prayer. It means we're not trying to impress people with our words or, or, or with what we say. No, we're praying to a father who loves to hear the cries of his children. And so God's children don't worry about who else is in the room with them when they're praying. They're just praying, focused on their father. They're praying with an audience of one, eyes on God. And so to help you, um, if you've got an activity pack, this is your chance to open the present that you came with. Yeah, they came with a present. Unlucky if you missed out on that. There's more at the back. Um, oh, that's not working either. Um, so in that, in that present is one of these I'm wearing at the moment. It's a, it's, a, it's a wristband. And the wristband says, audience of one. See, this thing, wear it to, to remind you that God sees everything you do. Wear it to remind you that your only job, your only duty is to please your heavenly Father, not those around you. That's a gift to you. There you go. Happy birthday. Um, it might be a birthday. Um, because, because as God's children, what we do in secret really matters because God sees. Uh, and so in our prayers, I want to challenge you to use something called what I'm calling the prayer pause. Uh, take five seconds before you start praying. Five, four, three, two, one. And in those five seconds, think about who it is you're praying to. Think about how awesome, amazing, almighty and incredible your God is. And remember, he's your father. Get your eyes fixated on God, not on those around you, and then pray. Because as God's children, what we do in secret really matters because God sees. I'm going to come on to more about praying in the second part of our talk. Wonderful. We're on uh, page two of the activity sheets, if you've got one of those. Um, and here, in my hand, I have a combination lock. And so we're, we're, we're going to do a left v right battle and the balcony maybe as well. Um, three numbers. See who can get closest to solving this padlock. 
Yeah. So left-hand side, or my, my left-hand side, any, a, any ideas of what this number could be? Three. Only three numbers, Alison. Three numbers. Three is one of them. Three, four, three, four, five. Oh, let's have a look. Three, four, five. Sorry. Right-hand side. Any advance on three, four, five? One, two, three. Oh, I like what you're doing there. One, two, three. No, sorry. Balcony. Can you shout one down as well? That'd be great. One, three, four. Oh, the same numbers keep coming up. Let's make up this. One, three, five. Let's see what that works. Um, no, sorry. Sorry. So, so, so as a church, you failed to break into my padlock. That's good news. Um, but did you notice in the reading that those people who treat uh, God like a padlock? In Matthew 6, verse 7, have a little look there for me. When you pray, don't keep babbling like the pagans, for they think they'll be heard because of their many words. See, these pagans, they think that, that, that they'll be heard because of the lengthy prayers they pray. That, that they think God will hear me because. And it's kind of like they're treating God like a padlock. They say, God will hear me if I do this, and if I say this, and do this, and then I can unlock the lock and God will hear me and answer my prayers. Uh, and this God will hear me because stuff is absolute rubbish. But uh, I think we try and do that too sometimes, don't we? Uh, I mean, um, some of us, we, we might think, God will hear me because I've lived a really good life this week. I've been to church a couple of times. Uh, I, I, I've, I've been awesome. And look at me. God's going to listen to me. I'm amazing. Or, or we might think, God won't hear me because look at that sin I did this week. Like that horrible mess I'm in. Or, or God's not, God won't want to listen to me because I'm only 12. I've just started rooted. Like, God doesn't want to listen to me. And this God will hear me because stuff is rubbish. I mean, have a little skim through um, Matthew 6, verse 1 to 18, 30 seconds. There's a word repeated 10 times. See if you can figure out what it, what it is. 10 times in 30, 30 seconds. That's all you've got. Didum, didum. That's, that's countdown music. Didum, didum, didum. Ten times in 18 verses, the repeated word is Father. Father. Ten times in 18 verses, Jesus says, Father. Uh, let's see, uh, the, 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 the reason God's going to hear people, his children, well, is because they're his children. Like, God listens to the cries of his children. As God's children, what we do in secret really matters because God sees and God hears. He, he's like a father who hears every cry of his child. Remember, his children are those who trust in him. And see, we know this supremely and ultimately because of Jesus. Jesus, God's very own son, sent to this earth to die on a cross. Uh, and on that cross, Jesus shouted out in Matthew 27, verse 46, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? On the cross, he was publicly cast out by his father. He was publicly ignored by his father so that we could be brought in, so that we will always be heard. He was publicly cast out so we could be brought in. He was publicly ignored so we will always be heard, which is awesome. That's the privilege of being one of God's children. Uh, and... 
if you aren't a Christian here this morning, like, I want to take 30 seconds to tell you more about Jesus, because he is amazing. The whole Bible is all about him. See, Jesus, he, God gave up his very own son so that you could be a son or daughter of the king. God broke that relationship with his son so that he could have a relationship with you. Like here at BH, we'd love you to know this God, know this Jesus for yourself. So if you want to find out more, chat to us after the service. We'd love to tell you more about him. He who was cast out so we could be brought in. He who was ignored so we will always be heard. Um, As God's children, what we do in secret really matters because God sees and God hears. So pray. So pray in secret. That's what Jesus is saying in verse 5. He says, when you pray, verse 6, when you pray, verse 7, when you pray. Jesus expects God's children to pray because, well, prayer builds our relationship with our Father. Um, I'm married to Lizzie. Some of you know her. She's at the back over there. Now, I've come to you as a church for marital advice. I hope you're ready for this. Um, So, now... I've heard it said, if I spent the whole time um, ignoring Lizzie, saying nothing to her, blanking her completely, no grunts, nothing, it's just, uh, is that good? Is that good? Is that healthy? No, there we go. We had one shout of no. Well done. Yeah, no, of course it's not healthy, is it? That's good advice. Thank you. I'll bear that in mind. But, but like relationships, you need to talk to, to, to grow and deepen and flourish. And if that's true for us on earth, then that's also true for us with God. How is our relationship with our Father going to grow and deepen and develop if we never talk to him? So pray in secret. Do it. Spend time with your Father. Spend time with God. And by that, I mean make a habit of every single day spending a chunk of time with God. Like praying to him, talking to him. Remember, there's no set formula. It's talking to your Father. And if that's a bit scary, why not start with five minutes? Just five minutes a day after you've woken up, had your coffee, probably woken up, uh, then pray to him, talk to him, spend time with your father and deepen that relationship. Um, there was an old church father called Gregory, Gregory of Nazianzus, big name. Um, he was an absolute legend. But it was said about his, his aunt that his aunt had elbows as hard as horn because of the amount of time she spent leaning on her desk in private prayer. Wouldn't that, wouldn't, imagine that was said about us. Wow. Like, spend time with God, pray in secret. Now, back to Lizzie. Um, if Lizzie and I only ever chatted when I was there on my Xbox, uh, Batmaning away, and I was staring at the screen and going, yeah, hi, hi wifey, yeah, lovely. Um, is that good? There we go. That's a few more for that time. No, it's not good. Um, how about this? If I only ever talked to her in a massive group of people, Lizzie, you all right? What are we going to have for dinner tonight? Any thoughts? Cheese and chicken? Do you like dolphins? Like, is, is, is that good? A, a few less that time. No, it's not good, is it? It's not good. Lizzie and I, we need time alone when no one else is around, where we can pour out our hearts to each other, where we can talk honestly and deeply to each other. We need that intimate time alone to talk. And it's the same with God. That's what Jesus says in verse 6. He says, um, when you pray, close the door. He's saying, shut out distractions, cut them out. Whatever stops you talking to God, cut it out. And for some of us, that might mean when we pray, we literally close the door. Go into a different room and literally close the door. It might mean leaving your phone in a different room. (sighs) Difficult, but do it. Um, It it might mean turning the TV off. It it might mean taking the phone off the hook, turning the doorbell off. Whatever it means, cut out distractions and spend quality time with your father. That time where it's just you and him. 
alone. Pray in secret. Um, and this is a moment for you all to go, ah, oh, just priming you up for that. Um, Lizzie and I, the more time I spend with her, the more I love her. Yes, there we go. Some of you got that. Brilliant. Um, yeah. And if that's true again for our relationships on earth, then how much more true is that with God? The more time we spend with him, the more we can love him. Um, have a look at Matthew 6, verse 6. Um, when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. There are great rewards to those of his children who spend time in secret prayer. Great rewards. Um, and in fact, that, that word room in verse 6, uh, that has the idea of, of, of being a secret chamber, a locked chest, a treasure room. Like Jesus is saying, time with God spent alone is like going into a treasure room. The rich is in store. Wow. So... Uh, I wonder, is that how you see your prayer times? Are they just a chore to get through in the day, or is that like going into a treasure room? Secret prayer is so rewarding, because, um, well, secret prayers are answered. Secret prayer, it brings peace to a troubled mind and soul. Secret prayer brings relief to an anxious heart. Secret prayer brings into closer communion with our Father. Secret prayer, well, well, it brings encouragement to those who are downhearted and disheartened. Secret prayer, it brings God's word into sharper focus. Martin Luther, that, that, that legend of the Reformation, he said um, he profited more in knowledge of the scriptures by secret prayer in a short space of time than by a study of the Bible in a long space of time. Secret prayer is incredible. It's amazing. It's richly rewarding. So pray in secret. Um, an English Puritan, Thomas Brooks, he wrote a little book on Matthew 6, verse 6, 288 pages long, it's great, on one verse in the Bible, but it's amazing. And in it, he says this. He says, secret meals make fat bodies, and so secret spiritual duties make fat souls. I love that picture because I love eating food. Um, but, but, but the idea is, the more time we spend in secret with our Father, the more our, our, our faith will flourish, grow, deepen, and develop. It's beautiful. And so at BH, let's be a church that feasts on secret time with our Father. It is such a privilege to pray to our Father because Jesus was publicly cast out so we could be brought in. He was publicly ignored so we will always be heard. As God's children, what we do in secret really matters because God sees and he hears, so pray. And let's pray now together. Father, thank you that you sent your only son to die on the cross for us so that we could be brought in and be called sons and daughters of the living God. Father, we pray that we will be those people who spend quality time in secret with you, praying, talking to you. And will we see our relationship with you flourish, grow and deepen. Amen.